are waiting on you to fall fresh on us, O oh God. Fall afresh on us. Let, O oh God, our gathering here not be in vain, O oh God. Do a new work in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church of God shall shout, Amen. Hallelujah. Isaiah 43, Isaiah chapter number 43 and verse number 16 to 19. I tell you the choir is in the spirit today. Hallelujah. Um, Isaiah chapter 43 verse 16 to 19. The Bible says, this is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots, and horses the army and reinforcement together and they lay there never to rise again extinguished snuffed out like a wick forget the former things do not dwell on the past see i am doing a new thing now it shall spring up do do you not perceive it i am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland here ends the reading of his holy word for the next few minutes i want to talk on the subject god is up to something new oh you didn't get it you were not excited i want i want to say it again ready go god is up to something new are you excited about that hallelujah god is up to something new Touch your neighbor and tell your neighbor it's a new season. Tell them it's a new day. Tell them God is up to something new in your life. Oh, say it like you mean it. Tell somebody God is up to something new in your life. Hallelujah. Now, the book of Isaiah is... What is Isaiah is noted to be one of the major prophets, isn't it? He's one of the senior most prophets. And the book of Isaiah is actually a prophecy to Israel. All right? And um, when we say Israel in the Bible, we're not talking about a country. We are talking about the people of God. So when you see Israel, God is actually talking to you and I. Hallelujah. And you see that the book of Isaiah is divided into two. The first chapter, chapter 1 to the 39th chapter, God is about warning his people of the impending doom because he's angry. Hallelujah. So chapter 1 to chapter 39, God is angry. And he's, if, you, if, you read, if you read chapters 1 to uh, 39, you see that the prophet is angry. That says, be careful. The danger is coming. Death is coming. Doom is coming. Judgment is coming. Everything is about judgment. And from verse chapter 40 to the end is chapters of hope. Are you with me? Chapters of a new plan that God has for you and I. Hallelujah. Bible says that God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. When sin abounds, grace abounds much, much more. God is up to something in your life. Hallelujah. I say God is up to something in your life. I want us to read verse 
18 and 19 as a family together. Is that okay? Verse 18 and 19. Can we read it? Ready? Go. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it shall spring up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wastelands. Hallelujah. He says that forget the former things. Hallelujah. Forget the former things. Now, Israel had been through a lot of ups and downs. They had come from Egypt, the land of bondage. In fact, before Isaac died, was it Jacob died? Jacob prophesied that Egypt, Israel was going to be in captivity for 400 years. So, 400 years, the people of God were in captivity. And when the time was right, God brought them with a mighty strong hand. And he pulled them out of Egypt and led them through the Red Sea, took them through the wilderness, took them through all the uh, places until they went to the promised land. Amen. And they got to the promised land like any normal people as we are. When God is blessing us and promotion enters, then sin begins to rise. Sin begins to rise. We begin to disappoint God. The more God helps us, the more we disappoint him. How many knows what I'm talking about? Not you, but you know somebody who knows somebody. The more God is blessing you, the more you misbehave. You see, so what you are doing is not new. Uh, are you with me? What you are doing is not new. There's nothing new under the sun. God still knows. God knew that Israel, his people, were up to no good. They, they kept on disobeying Moses. At the point, God said to Moses, allow me to kill these people. I'll make a new group of people for you. You just let me wipe them all out. And Moses said, no, if you kill them, they will say that because you couldn't take them to the promised land, that is why you killed them. So why do you want to do such a thing? Let them live. So I got to a point now, Israel split into two. He had a northern side and he had the south, Judah. So Judah was on its own and then the 11 uh, tribes were on their own. Amen. So when prophet Isaiah came and was writing, he was writing to both Israel and Judah. Amen. And he said to them, forget the past. Uh, forget the past means forget your past failings. For you to walk into your the newness of life that God is trying to bring to you, you must get to a point where you forget. Are you with me? Forget your failure. Failure has a way to imprison us. Failure has a way that it, it, it incapacitates us. It makes us think that because you failed, you can never do anything right. Because you got divorced, you can never be right. Because you, you did something or you did something bad or something happened, you did an abortion, you can never become a, a man or woman of God. Failure has a way of imprisoning us. And the Bible says that Satan is the accuser of the brethren. And Satan will always remind you 
Abba of your failing. That is why the prophet was telling the people of Israel that forget what happened. Remember the former things no more. In other versions of the Bible, it says that remember not the former things. Are you with me? Some some versions say that do not put the amplified version for me. Verse 18. He says that do your best not to even recollect. Hallelujah. He says that do not earnestly remember the former things. Neither consider the things of old. To earnestly choose to forget something means you have to be deliberate. Hallelujah. Be deliberate about not remembering what you did wrong. Be deliberate about not remembering. How many know that Satan always tries to remind you of the bad you did? Always remind you, especially when you come to the house of God, you are trying to do something for God. He will tell you, no, no, you are not a good person. You don't qualify because you, I know you. You, you are this. You, you are that. You, you can never do anything good. Hallelujah. But that says the Lord to you today that remember not the former things. Hallelujah. Remember not the old things. Put them behind. Another reason why you must not remember is because sometimes when you have victories and successes, it can make you lazy. It can make you proud. It can make you feel that, uh, it can make you overconfident. And it can make you build a monument on the success or a tombstone on the success and remain there forever. And never say, and listen, you don't know what I did. You know, once upon a time, I preached to a thousand people. So what? Once upon a time, I prayed for the sick and the sick recovered. I prayed for a blind person and they received eyesight. So what? What are you doing now? Once upon a time, I was wealthy. But today you're asking for two pounds. Don't let the former things become a monument. It makes you, even if it's good, don't let it make you feel that you can't do any better than you've done. Hallelujah. There is more to do. Today I'm preaching to two people. I'm preaching to you. And I'm preaching to the church, CICC. Hallelujah. So I'm preaching to you as an individual. And I'm preaching to the whole church. That number one, let us forget our failures. Whatever happened yesterday, keep it in yesterday. Hallelujah. It's about what God is doing now. How many have failed before? Give me a wave. It it looks like almost all of us have failed. In a thing or two. But you see, History tells us that the most successful person in life has failed before. Amen. So failure in itself is not an end. Failure is a transition. It's part of the journey. Don't make failure your destiny or your destination. Hallelujah. Failure is not a destination. Hallelujah. 
If anyone be in Christ, 2 Corinthians 5.17, he is a new creation. All things are what? Passed away and everything has become new. In Philippians chapter um, 3 verse 13, Paul says that, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting the, the, the things that are behind See, the things that are behind, whether good, bad, or indifferent, quite frankly, it doesn't make anything, contribute anything to today. And it will certainly not contribute anything to tomorrow. So I, I leave them behind and I press on or I reach forth. I reach forth. I, I, I try to get what is ahead of me. Hallelujah. I press towards the goal. Of the price of the upward calling. Because God's calling is it, it, not a cult. It's a calling. I don't know whether you get the difference. A cult means it's past. A calling is what? Present continuous. God's call is a present continuous thing. God deals with you present continuously. God doesn't remember your yesterday. Your yesterday, quite frankly, is, is in the past. The Bible says he puts our sins in the sea of forgetfulness. So does he put your successes. That is the reason why the five foolish virgins. How many remember the five foolish virgins? Their judgment was not because they did not come to the banquet. They came to the banquet. Did they not have light? They had an entry pass into, they came with light. And the light was up until a certain point where their light began to fade. And it made them have to go back to go get more oil. And that was when they lost it. So in the present continuous, that is where God, the, the bridegroom came and the doors were shut. Hallelujah. So God doesn't deal with your past. God deals with your present, your today, and your tomorrow. Am I talking to somebody? So forget about yesterday. Everything starts brand new today. The quiet sang the song, it's a new season, it's a new day. Today is new. Fresh anointing is coming your way. So live in the now. Live in today to tomorrow. Live in today to eternity. Hallelujah. You need to learn to forget the past. Hallelujah. Good can make you proud and can make you not want to achieve anymore. Bad can incapacitate you, make you feel guilty, and make you feel that you can't be good enough and freeze you. Have you not realized that everybody is described by the negative that you have? The blind Bartimaeus, the woman with the issue of blood, they call you the, the ten lepers. They call, they call you by the negative. Life will always call you by your negative. People will always address you by what you did wrong. Hallelujah. But it is for you to remember to forget. Touch your neighbor and tell your neighbor, remember to forget. Oh, tell them like, remember to forget. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, he said to them that remember to forget. Because you see life is like that when you are blessed and you are full. And everything begins to work for you. There is a tendency for you to forget where you have come from. 
Forget who blessed you. Forget who helped you. Forget what happened and what has, who contributed to bring you to where you are. Hallelujah. Never ever get to the place where you become so boastful, so proud that you forget who helped you. I don't know whether you, you understand what I'm saying. Today you have become a father. But your father is a grandfather. Dr. David, today you are a father. We have come to celebrate you. But your father is a grandfather. So you can never compare yourself. Don't bring yourself. I, I, I am a doctor. Hey, have you forgotten when your father was showing you A, B, C? A for apple. Have you forgotten? B for ball. Today you call yourself doctor. Your father is not a doctor, so you, you, you no. Hallelujah. Remember not. So forget some things. Forget your achievements. Don't mean anything. Hallelujah. And remember not your failings. It also don't mean anything. God is about today. Hallelujah. God is about today. So God was telling Israel that, listen, I am, even though you have disappointed me countless number of times, even though things, it's like, I, I, every time I try to, to, to rescue you and raise you up, you, you, you disappoint me. Nigerians say, you fall my hand. You keep falling my hand, but it doesn't matter. Five and six. <laughs> It don't make sense, don't worry. <laughs> Even though you keep falling God's hand, the Bible says God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God sent his only son to die for us in the middle of our sins. Not when we became good. Not when we did well. So you have been called into a new day. You have been called into a new anointing. You've been called into a new blessing. Hallelujah. God is up to something new in your life. And I want you to accept it. Hallelujah. I want you to receive it. Guys, do you have my notes? Yeah, pretend as if you don't know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> leave them alone. Leave them alone. You cannot depend on past victories. You cannot depend on past failings. Lamentation chapter 3, verse 22 and 23. Bible says that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Hallelujah. God's mercies are new every morning. Amen. His love for you is renewed every morning. His plans for you are renewed every morning. Oh, I didn't hear somebody say anything to me. His plans for you are renewed every morning. Jeremiah 29, the Bible says in verse 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. And not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. You will call upon me. 
and come and pray to me and I will listen. In spite of everything you have done wrong, in spite of the many times you have let me down, you will call upon me and I will listen. You will seek me and find me. When you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. You will bring and I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you to, back to the place from where I carried you into exile. Hallelujah. God is up to something. I say God is up to something. It's time for us to prepare. Hallelujah. It's time for us to prepare. How can we prepare into the new season? We can only prepare by through faith. Hallelujah. Uh, you see, what the, the prophet was doing from chapter 40, Isaiah chapter 40 to the end, was preparing Israel for the new thing that God was doing. Hallelujah. He kept telling them that, listen, I have plans for you. I'm going to do something great in your life. I'm doing a new thing. At the point in chapter 6, he says that, shall I bring you to the place of Bethany and not allow you to bring forth the baby that I have put in your stomach? Is it possible? It's not possible for me to give you a baby, carry the baby for nine months, and on the time of your delivery, you come to the delivery theater and you, you, you are trying to give birth and the baby doesn't come. It says that it will never happen. For as soon as you travel, you will bring forth your baby. Because I'm doing a new thing. Hallelujah. How did the baby get into your stomach? You have no idea. It's God. It's a new thing. That baby that you see today that you are carrying, how did that baby begin to form? It's a new thing. Every day for the baby is a new day. You see new features growing. You see the baby developing new characteristics. Baby starts to try and sit. The baby starts to look into your eyes. The baby begins to change and look different. Hallelujah. Every day for the baby is a new day. It's a new thing. They'll be trying to sit. Then they'll start crawling. Then they'll start scattering everything around. See? As they are very nice like this, a few months later, they'll start spoiling, scattering everything. <laughs> they'll scatter everything in the house. I remember I had, those times we had a, a video deck. You know video deck? VCR. And then uh, had a computer with a floppy disk. How many know computer with a floppy disk? I bought my computer with a floppy disk. Brand new. It cost me so much money. I think we saved for, I don't know what else. We saved about almost a year to buy that particular computer. You know the one with the big, the fat back? With the shiny floppy disk. And, and, and uh, what is it called? I am preaching. Allow me to finish my preaching. <laughs> and my shiny deck. DVD. No, it was, it was uh, uh, the VCR and then DVD player. One day, we tried to put a video in. I, I will never forget. It was Easter. It was Easter, it was Easter holiday. 
we wanted to watch a movie. This, the, the, video, the, the video was, the cassette was not going in. So we're trying to push it. Ah, what's happening? And we started a fork, a knife, a spoon, <laughs> keys, bank cards, coins. So at the point, I took the thing that I started. <laughs> and the things were falling. I said, ah, if this is happening, let me try the, the computer. Floppy disk inside. Coins. Bank cards. <laughs> Everything. One day went to visit their uncle. We just went there. We just, oh, I mean, uncle, uncle, auntie. Yeah, yeah, yes, right now. Just, what, somebody picked something heavy and threw it at the TV. Boosh! If it was my TV, it wouldn't have hurt. Somebody's TV. <laughs> you know that? Oh, it's okay, it's okay, but it's not okay. <laughs> you go through all these things. But it's a new day. Every time it's a new day. If I tell you the person who did this, you won't believe it. <laughs> I'm not mentioning names. I don't have problems. <laughs> Hallelujah. A new thing. Somebody say a new thing. A new thing. A new thing implies three things. A new thing implies that, number one, it means the purpose of God for you will not be completed until he has made that new thing happen in your life. Purpose will not be completed until he has made that new thing. Isaiah 65 verse 17 says, I see I create new heavens and a new earth. The former things will not be remembered nor will they come to mind. Hallelujah. Isaiah 62 verse 2, the Bible says, has not my hand made all these things and so they came to being, declared the Lord. These are the ones I looked on with favor. Those who humble, are humble and contrite in spirit, who tremble at my word. Hallelujah. Number two, a new thing means something different from what existed earlier. Hallelujah. So what God is doing in your life has never existed before. You didn't hear what I said. A new thing means what? Something different from what was previously in existence. Hallelujah. The new thing God is doing is always better and bigger than what he did before. Hallelujah. A new thing signifies your new name. Hallelujah. You are now a, 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 a sister. God is doing a new thing. You become missus. You are now struggling in your uh, university. God is doing something, you become a doctor. You are struggling to become a lawyer. God is doing a new thing, you become that thing. Hallelujah. God is doing a new thing to tra transform your life. Today, you may be broke, but he's doing a new thing. Very soon, you will become one of the richest people. Oh, I didn't hear you say anything. I didn't hear you receiving it. Very soon, you are going to become one of the multi-millionaires. 
right here in England. Hallelujah. A new name is coming. You'll be one of the greatest. Hallelujah. God is always up to something new. And that new thing is not existed before. You have never been a millionaire before. You have never employed anybody before. You have never, if you've never even had a proper job. The job you have, they give you money in an envelope when, at the end of the, month, of the week. Your name is not on any book. But one day you'll be employing people. I say one day you'll be employing people. One day you own your own business. Hallelujah. A new thing that God is doing will blow your mind. It will make you forget everything that happened in the past. I don't know whether you're receiving it. I remember when my landlord used to terrorize me. I'll never forget. The man, the, the money has to be paid at the end of the month. But he will come on the 22nd and say, where's my rent? He'll come on the 23rd, where's my rent? And he will make so much noise and he will hustle me, hold me. You know, up to now, I have the phobia when I owe somebody and they come to ask me for money. And it stems from that man up to today. You can ask my wife. I don't, I don't like when my wife comes to ask me, I need more, more money, you need money. I don't like... I, you remind me of that stress that I went through in my life back in the day. I don't like people hustling me for money at all. If you know me well, you know that when you start doing that, you, our friendship just stops. Because I don't like people... I, I'd, rather not, I'd rather you owe me than me owe you. Because I don't want people coming to hustle. Because this man will come, sometimes he'll come at 5 a.m. And he'll be banging on the door. And it's on the 21st. The month has 10 more days to go. So the day I became a landlord, I decided that I would never hustle anybody. Never. Now today, I, I'm not a tenant. God has made me a landlord. God has made me, a, gave me a new name. And the passion, the passion that I had, you know, to, to always look out and go the extra mile just to help somebody because of what I went through. I couldn't eat sometimes. Sometimes by, by the 15th of the month, I'm just... Because I know that then I'll go and gather the money and put it under my pillow. Because as soon as I hear the knock, I just go downstairs. It may be the 20th of the month. I say, here, take it so that you can go. But I see God giving you a new name. Yeah. I say, I see God giving you a new name. Yeah. Hallelujah. How many have you got so far? A new name means God has overruled the former things that you went through. Your former name has been cancelled. You that were called ugly, today you are called beautiful. You that were called broke, today you are called wealthy. You that were called discarded, today you are being called Beulah. Hallelujah. You are being called a beautiful land. Why? Because God has overruled what men wanted to do. 
Hallelujah. So when does God start this new thing we are talking about? When does God start this new thing? God starts this new thing, number one, when he's disappointed with the old thing. In, in uh, Genesis chapter 9, Bible says, God said to Noah, verse 8, and his sons, I have established a new covenant with you, not like the old one. Because he had destroyed the old earth because he got disappointed with man and the wickedness of men. Hallelujah. God got disappointed in Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 31. It says that the days are coming, declares the Lord. I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel, with the people of Judah. I will make, it will be like the covenant I made with the ancestors when I took them by the hand and led them through to lead them out of the land of Egypt because they broke my covenant. Though I was a husband to them. Hallelujah. God is ready to do a new thing in your life. Somebody say that God is doing a new thing in my life. Touch your neighbor and tell them God is doing a new thing in your life. Tell them, are you ready to receive the new thing? Stand to your feet. We'll continue next week.